Welcome to the Ask Dr. Deanna Show. I'm Dr. Deanna Holgren, your host. Join me weekly as I cover various health-related lifestyle medicine topics that you get to request. This show is for anyone who wants to proactively improve their health position. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me today. This is our Back to School series. This today is part two of a three-part series uh, to help focus on back to school and getting kids uh, everything that they need to help support them nutritionally, to help get them back on schedule, uh, to address uh, needs from a rest standpoint, and just really to help them thrive and just function at their highest level, their, their most optimal level. Today, we're going to be talking about your student athlete. I have a lot of parents who will ask me about supplementation for student athletes, what they should be taking, what they shouldn't be taking, et cetera. And I kind of break this down into, um, you know, groups. Obviously, we've got a lot of youngsters, you know, elementary school, elementary age students who are participating in sports. It's kind of an entry level for them. Uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. It maybe isn't as uh, taxing as it would be for a junior high or even a high school student uh, in terms of the amount of calories burned and, and so forth. And so most of the time for your elementary students who are in sports, you know, there really aren't a lot of extra needs. It's basically just feed them when they're hungry, that sort of thing, you know, make sure that they have a snack maybe before they're even after their event, that sort of thing. And usually they kind of let you know and, and you can kind of allow them to be the guide. I think the biggest thing for kids in this age group is hydration uh, for those younger kids because a lot of times, you know, they can dehydrate pretty quickly. And if you happen to be outside for that sporting event and you're outside for a prolonged period, a lot of times kids just don't like to drink. And so they can dehydrate quickly. So just making sure that you are addressing needs from that standpoint, uh, making sure that you're, you know, applying a good, safe, uh, you know, mineral-based sunscreen, that sort of thing can really make a difference for them. But let's talk a little bit more about those junior high kids, those high school kids who are incredibly active. Uh, they are burning so many calories with their sporting events. Um, these kids sometimes, if they are, you know, if they have a practice that's a two-hour practice, you know, they can easily burn through 600 to 1,200 calories in that 200 are in that two-hour uh, time period. So how do we meet their needs? What do we do for them? How do we help them to function at their highest levels? Rest is super important. And I always want people to, to keep that in mind because if we are not well-rested, we do not perform at our best. Uh, we don't perform at our best mentally. We do not perform our best uh, physically either. So rest is super, super important. Uh, and when, when we are not getting proper rest, the, the incidence of uh, injuries actually will increase. Just like, you know, if you're not getting good rest, the incidence of, you know, car accidents, for example, will increase as well. So, so the same with kids. They're, they're more likely to injure themselves if they're not well rested. So that's important. And, you know, there are certain calorie and macronutrient needs uh, for these kids. And sometimes, you know, those vary depending on the sport. So you may need to uh, get with a, a sports nutritionist. Um, maybe that your particular sport, the coach might have some guidelines in terms of what they want the kids to, to eat uh, before the event and so forth. Um, if it's more of a power type of event, you know, where they are, you know, uh, uh, you know, like a power athlete, uh, think about weightlifting, things like that. 
that particular person is going to consume more protein and they're probably going to have a protein snack before. They may have a protein uh, recovery snack after as well. However, if it's more endurance, you know, let's say you've got a kid who's in cross country uh, in that particular case, you know, they tend to lean, you know, more toward carbs. And all are important. You know, we're going to focus on carbs. We're going to talk about protein. We're going to talk about fats as well. And most of the time, they'll say fats in moderation. Those healthy fats are super, super important. So the healthy fats, you know, making sure that your kids are avoiding trans fats, that they're avoiding hydrogenated oils, and that they're avoiding all of those processed, you know, oils that you see in fast food and so forth, uh, and focusing on the healthy fats, which would be, um, you know, avocado oil, avocados, um, olive oil, uh, you know, some of the nuts would be healthy options as well. Uh, so, so focusing on that. And then for protein, you know, again, protein requirements vary depending on what the person is doing. And it can be anywhere from one gram of protein per kilogram of body weight as the need. So to get kilograms, you just divide your weight by 2.2 or just cut it in half for some simplicity. And so one gram of protein per kilogram of body weight. But if you are really focusing on a lot of those heavier, you know, weightlifting and or, you know, maybe it's football season and they're doing some conditioning and they're, you know, adding some muscle and so forth, they may go up as high as two grams uh, of protein uh, per kilogram of body weight. So again, it varies tremendously. And then looking at the carbs, you know, if you are, if you've got a student who's running, for example, you know, sure, they may increase, you know, some healthy carbs. And that's really the goal here is to, to basically focus on whole foods, nutrient dense, clean. Okay. So how do I get carbs that are healthy carbs? Well, maybe it's some brown rice. Maybe it's some quinoa, some things that, that are, are mild that, that basically are going to stay a little longer. They're complex carbs takes longer for the body to break them down. But then also you want to look at what, how does your child how does their system function? And, you know, some runners, for example, they don't want to run with, with something heavy in their stomach. They don't want to run, you know, carb load and then go for a run uh, because they just don't feel well and they're not able to, to uh, perform as well. You know, one of the things that happens in that instance is, you know, if you have too many carbs in the stomach, all of a sudden your body's spending all of this energy trying to digest when you're trying to run a race. You're trying to get around the track and you need all of the energy, you need all of the oxygen, you know, going toward the muscles. And so, so basically you want to look at what is the sport, you know, uh, when you look at basketball, when you look at soccer, you look at track, you know, a lot of running and even football, there's a lot of running uh, that's going on. But again, the needs are very different depending on the person. And then you also have to take into account you know, does this person have any, you know, any allergies? You know, are they vegan? You know, do they basically get plant-based nutrition? You know, we, we do know that, that athletes can do extremely well, you know, from a vegan, following a vegan diet, for example. So, you know, what are the needs and then trying to cater that and make sure that they're getting nutrient dense, okay? Because not only is it about the calories and the macronutrients, the macronutrients are essential to help the body fuel the right way. So when you think of calories, that's sort of like just regular gasoline. The macronutrients would be, you know, the, that, that high test type, you know, whatever it is that your car takes. It's very specific to the body. 
And it's going to help your brain function better. It's going to help your entire body function better as well. So we want to make sure that we're doing that. Uh, Hydration is absolutely critical. Uh, So, you know, you want to make sure that your student athlete always has, you know, something to drink on hand. You know, some people prefer water. Some people prefer, uh, you know, a hydration type of drink that maybe has some electrolytes in it, a sports drink. Uh, But watch the sugar content in there. A lot of times those drinks will have a lot of garbage added in. So, you know, you really want to make sure that you're reading labels, make sure that it's clean, make sure that it, you know, doesn't have high fructose corn syrup or just all of the the garbage. A lot of times they can even have, you know, artificial flavorings and dyes and things like that in there. And you don't want that. You know, you want something that's going to hydrate them. Uh, hydrate them efficiently intracellularly uh, because that will make a huge difference for them. And then from a recovery standpoint, you know, again, I think this is sports specific. If it involves a lot of weightlifting, it's probably going to be a protein type of recovery, you know, drink or something like that. Um, if it's running, you know, that sort of thing, it could, uh, you know, in fact be, you know, additional carbohydrates, but again, you know, check with the coach, what do you, what does the coach want them to be eating? Uh, and if you have the luxury of a sports nutritionist, that's even better. Um, okay. So another big area when, when I think about student athletes and the things that they have to deal with, um, is this area of concussion. And it doesn't really matter what sport it is. You know, you can have a concussion. So most schools today will do a baseline concussion test for their athletes. And I just want to encourage you, if that's not something that's being done, you know, pretty much ages 10 and up, you really want to make sure this is done. Uh, but if that's not being done at your school, you know, ask why not. Maybe it's something they can bring in. There are so many sports programs out there that love to participate along with student athletes. Uh, and, um, that, that pre-screening can make such a difference because then if your child does have a hit to the head, uh, they can do, you know, the, a, a, a new screening and they compare the two. And there will be a difference if your child has a concussion. Uh, you will see a difference in their performance on that exam. You know, I always tell my uh, patients that if they are in sports that that has a high risk for concussion, uh, I want them to take some omega-3s, just a thousand milligrams a day. Uh, that's a fish oil. There are plant-based, uh, you know, options as well uh, as far as omega-3. And that helps to protect the brain from sheer force injuries, which is kind of what happens when we have a concussion. I also usually encourage my athletes to have a little bit of vitamin D supplementation, um, which is fantastic for the bones. It's great for metabolism as well. And for some of them, it might just be a thousand IUs a day, um, which is, you know, kind of a pediatric dosing. Uh, for some of them, it may be more. Uh, but these things become very, very important when you look at the, the whole picture for a student athlete and how do I help them to stay healthy, to perform at optimal levels, uh, and to basically, you know, be able to succeed in whatever their sport is and, and, and participate in those activities. So, um, those are just some tips, uh, kind of off the top of my head, uh, as far as, um, information for your student athlete. Um, next week, we are actually going to be talking about your students' mental health and just some things that you can do to kind of help support them 
and just things to be on the lookout for as well as they head into the school year. For a lot of students, they are just returning to the classroom. A lot of kids, you know, the, the last couple of years have been so different for these kids. So there are a lot of extra things that we kind of need to think about. So I hope you'll plug in next week uh, as we take this one step further, our final series, and talk about your students' mental health. So thanks so much for joining me, everybody. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed that episode. For more information, visit me at DeannaHoldren.com. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dr. Deanna Holdren. I really want to hear from you, so message me. I love taking your messages and creating topics from them. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share my show with those who have an interest in health and wellness. Thank you for tuning in and see you next week.